Customers hate your business. Why do they hate your business and what can you do about it? Let's chat. The first rule for working with potential customers is to respond to emails. By not sending a response, you're actually saying a lot and it's probably not what your organization wants you to be saying to them. Not responding is disrespectful. It says that I don't have time to deal with you because you and your problems are beneath me. No customer or potential customer should have to feel like that. And no customer or potential customer will put up with that for very long. If you think that by not responding, people will go away, you may be right. They may go away, but the problem will not. One employee at an organization refused to respond to an email that he thought he shouldn't have to respond to, even though it was addressed to him from a potential customer. That potential customer may eventually stop sending emails, but I guarantee you, they won't stop talking about how horrible the service is at your business. It is never out of sight, out of mind. Not when it comes to customers. The second rule for working with potential customers is that when you do respond to them, be polite. I've come across too many stories lately of passive aggressive or downright rude responses from organizations. Now we are all dealing with a lot lately, this is true, but you should never take it out on a customer. It isn't their fault that there has been a global pandemic and supply chain issues and all the usual crisis of everyday life, so stop acting like it is. One job applicant had been told by someone in a business to email another employee to set up a time to talk for the second phase of the interview process. So she did. However, when she finally received a response from the second employee, it was incredibly disrespectful in tone, basically telling her that she was wasting his time, even though she'd been told to contact him, and that he wasn't interested in talking with her, even though she had been told that he was, and not only was she no longer being considered for that particular role, but that she was also not going to be considered for any current role in the company, but to keep checking the job page on their website. All she had done was reach out to him via email as she was instructed after her first interview. To get a virtual slap on the hand for following directions is appalling. This organization should be ashamed of itself and this employee should be let go before he causes more PR and business development damage. Respond to customers and potential customers, yes, but respond politely and respectfully. If mistreating others makes you feel better about yourself, then you really need to do something about that because businesses cannot survive for long with a strategy like that. The third rule for working with customers is to take ownership for mistakes. In the last story, I mentioned a situation about miscommunications internally within organizations that unfortunately a job applicant got caught in the middle of. However, each of the employees of the organization made the situation worse by not taking responsibility for the situation. Things don't always go as planned, but having a lack of ownership is not a great quality for a business to have. Customers don't have expectations of perfection, they have expectations of accountability. If you make a mistake, apologize. Be an adult and take ownership for what happened. Customers sometimes will have more respect for a business if they see a fire being put out than they would have if there had never been a fire in the first place. Use the opportunity to show that you are a leader to the customer, to your organization, and to yourself. 
The fourth rule for working with customers is that when there is a mistake, apologize and then make things right however you can. So going a step further than just taking ownership for the situation, do whatever needs to be done or whatever is in your power to do to make things right. Sometimes you won't be able to turn back the clock on an unfortunate situation, but often there are ways to mitigate the consequences of it. Do what you can. Do more than you think you can. Don't think about putting a band-aid on a stab wound. Call the hospital instead. Think about how you can make the situation better and then follow through. Customers don't just want your words, they also want actions. Those actions don't have to be monumental. It can be as simple as making a note in the record so that the situation doesn't happen again, or it could be sending them a new product if it arrived if their home damaged. Customer experience isn't brain surgery. It doesn't have to be difficult. It only requires you to be aware of the experience of other people and to take action where you can. One more rule for working with customers to close out this series. Never lie. Your customers will find out and it won't be pretty. Honesty goes a long way in business relationships and in life. Honesty builds trust. If you lie to your customers or to your employees or potential employees, then you've destroyed any trust that they had for you. Once they don't trust you, it doesn't matter what you do, it won't make a difference. You could bend over backwards for them, but if you've demonstrated that you can't be trusted, your customers will wonder, why the show? They will assume that you are looking to take advantage of them once again. So never lie, just don't. Be honest with everyone. For more business resources, tools and workshops for entrepreneurs, and real-life customer experience stories, visit nickstanley.com and customersoftheworld.com.